Welcome, everyone. Have you been having a good time? A pleasant summer? Has your mood been relatively good lately? Well, we're here to ruin it today here on this very special Sad Mecha Times episode of Silhouette Zero. I'm your host, but not your GM today, Chris Ng, and uh, joined today is our special, special guest, Seamus Connealy. Hello. You can't get rid of me that easily. No. Um, and uh, Seamus is going to be running a very special game for us today to enjoy our Sad Mecha Times. So, uh, Seamus, I'm going to let you go ahead and introduce the game and what its deal is. Okay, so what we'll be playing tonight is uh, Lost Among the Starlit Wreckage. Um, it is a, a one to two player uh, storytelling game um, where the basic conceit is that uh, you are a character in a mecha anime. Um, you've reached the end of the season, as it were. Your machine is all banged up. You're floating through the void after the last big battle. Um, and you are waiting and hoping for rescue. Um, and in order to pass the time and maybe lead someone uh, to your floating, dying wreck of a machine, um, you are speaking over an open channel, uh, looking back on the war you just finished fighting, and maybe looking forward to the future. It's an emotional mecha game. Not necessarily a sad one, although we'll see, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> I mean, it it is a kind of the trope, right? Like at the very end, um, even in in the most super mecha anime of super mecha anime, Gurren Lagann. I mean, he's literally sitting there floating in his broken mech. Yep, yep. And that's a, that's a happy moment, but it's like, nope. It's it's, it's the trope. It's the end. You have that moment of silence. The war is over. The metal chariot you rode into battle is destroyed. Um, it's a very, it's a very tropey little game, um, which was the point. I had the idea for it for a very long time, but then I stumbled upon, uh, another game. I'll, I might talk about that later, uh, that sort of lit the spark for the mechanics. So I wrote this over this last year, um, over All a course right. of a couple different game jams. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't like finish it, finish it for one game jam. I could like finish it playable. And then I had to go back and, and wrap it up. Uh, at a later date. So yeah, um, it, this is Lost Among the Starlit Wreckage, available at DriveThruRPG. Uh, anywhere else? Uh, it's also available in PDF only on itch.io. Um, okay, so... DriveThru, it's both print and PDF. Uh, no, print and PDF. Oh. But yeah, no, I did that right, just backwards. It's just PDF and there's a print-on-demand option. Okay, awesome. So if you guys enjoy it, please go ahead and, and buy it and support it. Um, I will do my best to not read the entire manual out loud, therefore defeating the purpose of buying the game. Um, <laughs> okay, so um, walk us through. I've already so we're playing on tabletop simulator because yes. this game requires um, some table space, and of course, famously, Sil Zero headquarters is in my closet, lacking tables. So um, we're, we're running on, on tabletop simulator. It is great because I am throwing a metal dice on a glass table, which you cannot do in real life, um, or shouldn't do in real life. I mean, you can, so yeah, just like maybe once <laughs> should not do, don't do that at home. Yeah, don't um, do that. so do you want to go ahead and walk through the setup or, uh, I'll just take the back seat. You can just run the show from here. Okay. Yeah. Well, first of all, the, the lucky thing is that I'm technically not in charge. It is somewhat of a GM list game. Um, 
But GMS is a bit of a misnomer. You still see, need someone to explain the rules. So, um, let's see. Let's just take it. Let's just take it page by page, right? Let's just do it page by page. We have the fancy book uploaded into the actual thing. Why not do that? Um, first of all, uh, as mentioned, you know there is an emotional. There's an emotional. Uh, you know, you're floating in a destroyed giant robot, and you're probably gonna die. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, your typical safety tools are on the table. If things are ever too bad, just, you know, say, hey, I'm going to use the X card back out of it. Um, if you were playing this game single player, of course, you have full control. You can always walk away from the table and rewrite stuff. Um, but if everything is get too dark or grim, and I don't think we will. But just in case, you know, always feel free to back out. It's supposed to have a good time, even if it's sad. Um, now, we are playing the two player version of this. Um, so we have one pilot who is, as we say, lost among the starlit wreckage. And then we have a rescuer who is trying to reach them in time. Um, so I think, I think the first thing we need to do is who's going to play who? Um, I don't know what, what makes the most sense. I think, cause I've been the pilot quite a lot when I was play testing this game. I think you should be the pilot. All right. I think you should That's be the what pilot. That's what we're doing. Um, so you need to pick uh, a name um now let's actually let's actually read out a little bit um okay yeah let's read a bit of read a bit of the blurb this will probably be helpful um <clears throat> you are a mecha pilot you have piloted your humanoid machine across the surface of the earth through the void of space and among the shattered hulls of space colonies you have fought a war that has seen cities consumed by fire fleets of ships struck down by energy weapons and mecha immolated by their own stricken reactors you've survived all the way to today, the last battle of the war, waged in the void. Now, your survival is more uncertain than it has ever been. The visual cacophony of both sides tearing into one another has faded, replaced by the silence of wrecked machines, an open grave of floating bodies, and the last gutters of fire as atmosphere and fuel are consumed from broken ships. Your mecha is laid low, its diagnostic screen awash in the black and red of dead and dying systems as you drift among the debris. All you have is a dying mecha, an open communications channel, and your thoughts and memories, and the vague hope that someone will find you lost among the starlit wreckage before it's too late. Now, as the pilot, um, you are you're famous or or infamous. Uh, take your pick. Um, so you need a name, and you, if you want, you can pick a call sign or or a nickname uh, that you've been given. Uh, this could be as simple as like you know Spectre Six, or you could be the Ghost of Davil. However, you want to, however you want to flavor that. Um, this is sort of a game where you don't get a lot to go off with. Uh, you're a pilot. You're in a mech. That's it. We sort of build the world as we tell the story. Um, so don't feel like you need to commit to anything too crazy with this. Just sort of what what are you vibing with, basically. Mm, okay okay um okay i think the name is um din for the first name d-i-n um let's see that's a good class take note nice um okay um let's see let's see let's see okay din velsworth v-e-l-l-s-w-o-r-t-h din velsworth okay um, call sign is Starling, like the bird. I was about to say, very good. 
um, named so because on uh, day one of in in suit training, when you know the first day that they were out of the simulators and actually in the the first training mechs, uh, he got excited about seeing a starling through the scope, um, and everyone made fun of him for it, and that the name stuck throughout the war. Okay, I like that. That's very good. Okay, and that is basically it. That's all you need to do to make your character for this game so far. Um, nice. Now, I am playing the Rescuer. Um, the idea here is that you have you have started your signal, and we'll, we'll play that out, but I actually hear it. Um, in the single-player version of the game, you are essentially just talking to the Void and hoping. Um, but I actually heard what you're saying. I am racing to try and find you, and we're talking basically to, like, keep your mind off of things and to keep giving me a signal to follow. Um, so before I go ahead and pick a name, and if I want to, a call sign or a nickname, um, we could decide what my relationship to the pilot. Um, could be a family member, could be a mentor, could be, you know, a, a comrade. Um, I think I want to go with rival, mm. but I'll ask you a question. Should I be a rival it was on the same site as you, or am I from the other side of the Oh, jeez. Oh, man. That's a hard question. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you Char? <laughs> right, yeah. Or are you... Or my Slugger Law, right? Like, which which one is it going to be? God, that's hard. Um, I think you got to be the, the opposite side. Okay, all right. Enemy rival. It's Very too... Good. That's... That's too rich to not to pass mm -hmm. that up. Yep, very good. What's interesting, of course, is the battle is over. So this is this is okay. All right, this is gonna be cool. Um, as for a name, I want to go for an old standby for my list of over. Um, eh, why not? Um, Kale Saral, K A L E, S O R A L. I figure if I'm your if I'm your arch rival, if I'm your nemesis. I have to have picked up a name myself at some point. You know what? Let's go with a theme. Peregrine. All right. Got my reputation relentlessly hunting down enemy squad leaders. Mm. Okay. All right. So that's the characters taken care of. Now, what do we have to worry about mechanically speaking? Well, here on Tabletop Simulator, we've already got it set up. I'm just going to explain it uh, for our dear listeners who cannot currently see the matrix in which we find ourselves. Um. The physical representation of the game is a uh, a board of 25 cards from your standard deck of playing cards. Um, five by five. Um, now the joker gets put in the middle, and then you deal out the rest of the cards to fill in around it. And what this represents is the diagnostic board in the cockpit of the pilot. Um, the joker is the reactor. All of the other cards are various different systems, and you can sort of flavor those in play as much much or as little as you want. Um, hmm. Now, Chris has already set up the 5x5 five five deck. Um, all the cards are laid out, but here's the thing. The machine got damaged. So before we even start any play, you roll 1d6, and then we're going to draw some more cards from the deck, and we're going to walk through how that happens. All right, I'm gonna roll this metal d6 on this glass table. <laughs> oh, wait, that's not right. Here we go. One. Okay, so you just draw one card. All right. 
and flip it. And what you are going to look is you're going to match it to a value. Hey, what is that one? Okay, so I got a ace of clubs. Ace of clubs. So there, if there's another ace on the table, um, is, it gets yeah. removed. Okay. And I'm both of those like, okay. go back into the deck after this. Oh, into the deck? Yeah, into the deck. Okay. Okay, hold on. It's been a while since I've used Tabletop Simulator. Try to remember how to do all these things. It's reasonable to have technical difficulties when you are in a dying room. <laughs> okay, I have appropriately... Okay there, okay, there we go. And then I'll just shuffle. Okay, great. Okay, so... All right. That basically represents the damage uh, that you took. Um, now, for those uh, listening at oh, home... Not so that, bad. <laughs> that, that, that ace, it doesn't look too bad, but... Like, how do we want to flavor this? I think that ace was right next to the Joker on the board. So you, mm -hmm. I think, you took a shot that, like, nicked your reactor and caused the shutdown. So you've only got uh, one hole in your system, but it's a very important hole in your system. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. So um, you might have noticed that the Jokers are involved in this, and one of them is in the middle. Now, on the table here, the Joker was sitting off to the side. Put that other Joker uh, back into the deck uh, okay. as well. Should I explain how it's all going to work now, or should we just go through a round? You know what? Let's let's do it live, right? Let, let's go through a round and explain as we play. All right. So people can actually listen. So um, the way we actually start the game is uh, the pilot giving out a mayday and me responding um, on page 14. So you can go with uh, the little blurb that's there and edit appropriately, or you could just wing it entirely. Okay, 14. Here we go. Mayday, mayday. This is... In Velsworth, a.k.a. Starling, my mecha has taken damage and I am adrift. Systems are failing. Anyone on this frequency, please respond. Is, is anyone alive out there? Starling, this is Peregrine. Stay alive, I'm coming. Just keep talking, I'll follow your signal. If I didn't get to kill you, I'm not letting you die out here on your own. Oh, for God's sake, you've got to be joking. Is there anyone else on this signal? <laughs> anyone? I'm the best you got, kid, so hang on. <laughs> All right, so I like this already. So the actual uh, cadence of the game is essentially we are playing through a round, and there are three steps to the round. Now, the first one is making repairs. The pilot, that's you, um, draws a single card from the deck. Okay. And flips it. There we go. Another All ace. Right. Oh, dear. Uh, no, I've got a five of diamonds. Five of diamonds. Oh, I don't think I can see the cards are interesting because of Tabletop Simulator. That's fine, as long as you can see them. That's what matters. So, five of them. You know what? I can put them there. There we go. I don't have to hold them in my hand. There we go. Five of diamonds. Very good. I can I can write down numbers, I swear. Um, So, first of all, I made a note. Okay, we got a five. Because we're going to use that in the next step of the round when we actually make our transmission. But right now, you get to pick... Um, if you can repair. So you're looking for a card on the board that has the same value. So you're looking for a five. Okay, I've got a five. Okay, and you basically place that card on top of the one that's already on the board. So essentially, you are in your cockpit and you are making patchwork repairs, right? Got you're it. trying to bypass dying systems, you know, uh, transfer power to prevent an overload. And when we get to the part where things get worse, that repair might keep you alive a little bit longer got it so if there's just a way to put enough power for one more shot 
You're really gonna waste it on killing me? I mean, I suppose I wouldn't blame you, but no one else is coming, Starling. All right. You know, what next? So that card also served as our prompt. Okay, and depending on the value of the card, um, that serves as our prompt for the round. Now, because we have a rescuer, I get to ask basically a question, and you answer it. Sort of, we go back and forth talking to one another. And then once we feel like we've wrapped up that conversation, we move on to the next step and things get worse. Mm-hmm. Um, so we rolled a five or we pulled a five. All right, Starlin, just 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 keep talking. There's so much debris out here. I can barely track your signal. Um, <laughs> you know, I heard about the bird thing, but like what was training like on your side of the line? I was never overly impressed with your pilots, but clearly something had to have worked. Really? This is what you want to talk about right now? The training? The war is over. Well, I mean, you know, we're at the end of the journey. It's nice to take stock of the whole thing, don't you think? Fine. I'm only going to let you save me so I can kill you with my bare hands. Look, training was... Well, okay. How much do you know about me, really? (sighs) Not as much as I probably should, given the number of times we fought one another. The kid from the colonies uh, joined up couple months after the war started, the bird thing. Other yeah, than that... Right. Well, listen, the, our side, you know, we're good at making movies, entertainment, that kind of thing. They're very good at making propaganda movies, okay? I was stupid. I bought into the hype. I bought into the hero thing. And I didn't have to. My, my parents, they had some money. They had already bought me an exemption from joining up, but I wanted to get in, you know, be a hero, then training was, God, it was awful, hours and hours of simulator practice, which didn't even work, I mean, the simulator was beautiful, but whoever programmed it obviously never actually been in a mech, (laughs) I think they programmed it to make us feel like we were better at it than was actually possible, first thing the vets told us when we got up there was that Try to forget everything you learned about handling in the simulator because the physics were completely off. How the heck did I not kill you in that first engagement? Well, you weren't shooting for me. I wasn't the squad leader. Oh, uh, well, yeah, I suppose that. <clears throat> yeah, I suppose that makes sense. <laughs> that is wild. Simulators and nothing? Look, there was training, Max. I mean, that's how you, you heard the story, right? Yeah, I used the yeah. scope. I saw the bird, but... Those training mechs were not the same. They were underweighted, very maneuverable, but they had no weapons, no armor. Of course they were. We went out there feeling like we were, I don't know, some kind of star fairy. We could zip all around circles around your clunky old battle suits, and then find out that we're just as clunky as you are. You know, that's the, that's, it's just so, I had to duel for my spot. Like, kill somebody? Yeah, like, I never saw the inside of a simulator. It was real machine the whole time. Some noble's son thought he was hot, you know? And, of course, there's never enough machines to go around. Bunch more pilots than they have gear, so... Yeah, yeah, I had to slag a guy on my first day to get my spot. Jeez. I'll be honest. No wonder you guys... No wonder you guys are so ruthless. Killing each other? Yeah, well... Doesn't look like it really worked out, does it? We always had plenty of suits, just 
get enough dumb idiots to go sit in the cockpit. Given that, I have to say, I'm a little bit more impressed. All right, I think that's a good one, a good one for the first round. All right, yeah, sounds good. Okay, so we've made our transmission. That's the second round. Third round is system failure. So this machine is breaking down around you. You're making patchwork repairs, but it's no substitute for being in a hangar or at a dock. Um, you're going to roll a d6. You're going to draw that many cards, and just as you eliminated that ace in the setup, we're going to eliminate cards from the board. Now... Because we are trying to make good radio, as it were, um, <laughs> gonna explain things a little bit. Systems get eliminated when cards get drawn, but they also get eliminated if they get cut off. Um, a cutoff system is a system that cannot be connected to the reactor anymore through vertical and horizontal line, right? So oh, okay. that like jack up there in the top left corner, if that four uh -huh. of hearts and that queen go away, the jack gets eliminated automatically. Um, oh, I see. Okay, okay, okay. Basically, if all of the other cards except for the Joker get discarded, life support fails, and then we see how what happens there. If the Joker shows up, the reactor goes critical and the whole thing explodes. Uh, so there's okay. two ways to lose, basically. But given again that we are doing good radio here, uh, I'm going to say we're going to use an optional rule called stable reactor. The Joker will not blow you up until we've played through five rounds of the game. There should be a total of ten rounds. Okay. So if the Joker shows up, don't immediately start playing the sad uh, Zeta Gundam death music. <laughs> okay, got it. Okay, so I rolled a three on the D6, and then I drew three, and I got an Ace of Hearts, Ace of Diamonds, and a Queen of Hearts. Okay, so I don't see any other Aces on the board. I do not either. Uh, I do see some queens, though. Now, you can pick... There's three queens on the board, and two of them are next to the reactor. Uh, um, my <laughs> advice would be to choose the one that's not next to the reactor, since okay, we're already technically uh, a quarter of the way towards life support failing, because we lost that ace in the first round. So, both the queen you drew and the queen that was on the board, they all go back into the... Okay, so these go out. Yes. All right. So, we only lost one. That's good, but now there's two more. Now there's two queens in the deck, and you have two queens next to the reactors. That's 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 uh, that's that's problematic. That's troubling. So these four that I drew, they get reshuffled in. They get shuffled right back into the deck. Okay. And then right. that was the completion of round. So we take one of these handy dandy tokens, drop it right there on the table, and if we can get ten of those, you get successfully rescued. Uh, the stable reactor rule is you cannot automatically explode until there are five of those on the. Oh, there's a little, okay. there's a bowl and everything. I yeah, didn't know I, what that I was. Put a bowl. There, I accidentally dropped the bowl in the other bowl. Okay, there we go. Bowl. <laughs> Very good. So that's round one. So then we go right back to the beginning with making repairs. You draw one card. That serves as our prompt. You can tr hopefully use it to make some repairs to the mech to make it hold together a little bit longer. Oh, so I draw one. You just for draw repair, one, or okay, yeah, you just draw one for oh. repair. All right. Flip that sucker over. Uh, seven so, of clubs. So you are to repair one the right here. suit. So I yeah. would put it on top of the queen. See, see the queen of clubs beneath the joker? Uh-huh. That way, if you were to, let's say, because it's possible, right? If you drew two queens, 
Oh, I right? see. So now I'm yeah. protecting that queen by turning it into a seven. Okay. Yes, exactly. I, this makes sense. Okay. So if a seven sh- a seven shows up, you might lose that one. But, but I have then, three the, sevens. Right. Visible. Yeah. So actually. Okay. So far, so, so that's good. actually a, a good. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good here. <laughs> You're pretty good. So your real concern is getting that other seven that's out there somewhere, or having some systems cut off. So yeah, okay. we're on. We're on. Uh, you're not doing too bad on the repairs there. <laughs> I suppose Dan is a hot hand with a wrench or cross wiring at least. So seven. Well, this one's interesting. He really just wants to get the weapons back online. For real. <laughs> <laughs> like, get closer. Get closer. Gauze rifle, beam saber, something. All right, I'm gonna go for a really. I'm gonna go for a real world. So the prompts are basically like collections of questions. Um, mm-hmm. Don't have to ask all of them. Don't have to answer all of them. You sort of just go with what you've got. But I'm going to go with a really world-building. You know, one thing that never really even got explained to me then was, what the hell were we even fighting for in the first place? I mean, I know what I was told. Uh, you know, I was told this whole spiel about some rabble rising up against the proper order and chaos and madness and colonies falling to piracy. But, you know... Here I am, surrounded by broken ships. I'm uh, not really buying it anymore. What the heck did they tell you? Well, that uh, that home side, the Earth had uh, depleted its resources and was sucking the colonies dry without paying us properly. You know, the Earth was treating itself like king of the entire quadrant, and that without the colonies, that the people on Earth would basically be dead. I guess it goes back to that old no taxation without representation stuff. Colonies just wanted a fair share, fair talk. I mean, we had all the automated uh, factories up here. That's why we had so many suits. But uh, not enough people to pilot them. Not enough skilled people to pilot them. I mean, look, my parents had money because we were, they were administrators of the station. In fact, I don't know if you even heard this, but my parents got taken in for suspicion of being traitors. Traitors? Yeah. They thought that they were Earth sympathizers. They were sending information to you guys. If I hadn't been literally in the battle of... uh, If I hadn't literally been in the middle of that battle over Titan, I think they probably would have accused me of the same thing. Titan. Oh, boy, that was... That's crazy, though. We didn't have any... We... I had to talk to a couple spooks. They never got anybody to sell them anything. I know. That's half the that's half the reason I bought into some of the stories. Y'all seem so gung ho about it. Zealots practically. I think sometimes that was the only way that we could convince ourselves we had a chance of winning. I mean Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny you say we you know, we were we were sucking you dry, treating ourselves like kings. If the training method didn't give you anything away. We had too many people. There's some fat cats. Yeah, sure, definitely. But rumors I heard was that, well, I heard one rumor that uh, your uh, industrial guy, what's his name, Aranico, that he oh. was uh, taking all those all those mech parts and building himself some sort of luxury station. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that too. <laughs> uh, shame about that friendly fire accident. I'm sure you don't know anything about that. No, no, of course not. You know, between you and me and the ghosts, I, uh, not a thing, not one bit. <laughs> There's only one person I know that could have made that shot. Well, two, and it wasn't me. 
Look, uh, mind if I throw you under the under the starship for that one? Actually, there might be some questions now that the war is over. Hey, you you want to add another official kill to my record? Feel free. Sounds like a deal. Wow, that was good. <laughs> that was good. I like that. Very good. Okay. All right. So we've completed our transmission. That's round two. We go back to system failure. So let's roll that d6. See how many cards show up. Oh, well, six. six. <laughs> all right. Now remember, if the Joker shows up, don't panic. All right. All right. Uh, let's see. One, two, three. You know, I didn't four, really have a rule for if life support five, fails in the first five rounds. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> I mean, there's an EV suit, right? Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can work with that. Oh, that's all. Okay. all right. So, so firstly, um, um, Starling, like you know, the, the it's the warning alarms. Me, 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 me. Yep. Come on, you're gonna be temperamental on me now after all of this time. We took one shot. He says somehow thinking about his mech is sentient. Um. All right, so I've got a four. Yep. Um, I don't think that four matches anywhere. There's one top uh, left. Oh, yeah. Right there. So, bloop. So, these two go. Yep, they go. Right? And that jack okay. goes now, actually, too. Because it's been isolated. That jack goes so, because poof. it's isolated. Yep. Which is already another problem, because I've got an, a jack that has to go from <laughs> the corner. Which wouldn't have mattered, because I've got all these twos. Oh, so, those twos go. Um... I have a king. But I don't see no kings. Uh, I don't have any kings on the system board, so that one's fine. I have another jack, but no other jacks. And a nine. And then a nine. Oh, which I oh. Don't... oh crap. Oh, no, right <laughs> next to the reactor again. Hold on. Are there any more nines? No, they're not. I don't see another no, nine on the board. So we've it. lost the second card next to the reactor. Oh, no. God. Okay. That was that one was rough. So what is that? Uh, what does that look like? Other than the complaining about the temperamental, that looks like something exploded. Um, yeah. So I think from the outside. Um, I, so I, my, okay. So when you first initially said like, okay, I got one like very important nicked hole, right? Mm -hmm. My assumption was that, or at least in my head, that he got hit by some kind of like point defense mass driver cannon. Ooh. Okay. Um, it was a lucky shot, right? It's just like. Um, some major starship that he was doing a strafing run on fired basically like a scattershot blast. He dodged most of them, got hit by one, but that one piece of mass like got lodged in right next to the reactor. Um, and as he's been, uh, you know, trying to get the, the mech back online, he moves, uh, one of the arms like to, I don't know, uh, position something differently. And when he does that, he he moves the mass driver piece oh, no. just a little bit into the wrong direction. Then kaboom. Dink. Uh, yeah. There's like an explosion on the upper right shoulder. And then he's like spinning, right? And then he, he's cursing to himself and hitting, you know, whatever maneuver thrusters he's got control over left to stabilize his spin. Cause the last thing he needs to do is go careening out into the black. Starling you there. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Just, uh, Taking a little pirouette. Oh, oh delightful. Before. Look, if you're serious about saving me, you may want to speed this up a little bit because uh, I think it just made things worse. Oh, boy. All right. I'm going as fast as I can without crashing into a wreck. And we'll see. There's really no one else on this channel. Really? Nobody? This is the wide brand frequency. I'm literally unencoded. No one? No one else? 
Do you, do you hear the sound of the crickets there, Starling? I guess I did too good of a job. We'll see how it all shakes out in the end, and we see the flare of thrusters as Kale's uh, Peregrine's mech tries to accelerate faster through the wreckage. So that is another a second token in the bowl. Oh, now, well, now I have this floating 10 up here. Does that need to also go? Oh, yeah, that goes poof. Yep. Okay. Oh, gosh. Lost the whole top row. Yeah. So, like, um, for for those of you at home, I've got the bottom two rows of five are completely fine. And then I have card, card, joker, blank, card. And then I've got, like, three above it, uh, which are not, it's not great. They're, they're the tenuously connected. Yeah. One of them is, like, a big, you've got to go down and then to the right and then up and to the left. Yeah. Okay. All right. Very good. So back we back we go to making repairs. All right. So I get one. Right. You get one. Yep. All right. I've got a ten. A ten. So you're putting it on the suite, and the queen to the left of the Joker is a diamond. Okay. So you put it on top of the queen. That's the queen protected then. Oh yeah. That's yeah. Okay. I see what you mean. Yeah. All right. Okay. There go. All right, and that, oh, I gotta make a note of that. That is a 10 to do for the prompt, for the thing, for the transmission, for the talking. Scroll. Uh, okay, all right, I'm talking. Um, uh, got it. Peregrine fiddles with the knobs, with knobs a little bit. He's trying to keep that signal lock onto that signal. Um, hey, despite, despite, you know, all of this that we're currently dealing with, what's a fond memory you got from during the war? What's, what's something you don't regret? I mean, as much as you try not to be friends with your other pilots, you can't help it, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it didn't help that you killed every commander I ever had. <sighs> it was only four. Still, that was a lot. Hard to go through mentors that fast, but each one of them left me really important knowledge. Not just on how to be a better pilot, but how to be a better human. I mean, I was basically a kid when I entered the war. And I mean, sure, we did some dumb stuff on shore leave at the base of the carrier. Dumb pranks. But those memories are weird because they feel disconnected from the rest of it, you know? Yeah. It's like summer. It's like thinking about summer camp. And then you get the call to go back into it in reality. I don't even think of it as reality versus delusion. They're like two separate realities. Like there's two versions of me. One who has friends messing around and then falls asleep and falls into that nightmare hell of war and i hope that god i hope if i forget anything it's the nightmares and i remember the dreams you know yeah yeah i know uh look i know i've said a lot of stuff over the comms but my favorite memory of all this is when i was as far away from the fighting as i could get there was this this colony out by l5 um got rotated out there because the port's some pirates or something bunch of cobbled together uglies trying to make a quick buck it was nothing no one showed but my team and the shrikes we challenge each other like a race around the colony it was just flying you know the first time ever we just flew to fly no not even practicing dodging weapons fire just going as fast as you could Remember that. That was that was a good moment. You know, I don't think I'll ever fly after this. I can't stand it anymore. It sounds like you actually like it. Flying, yeah. I don't know. What the heck will they Maybe let me go. fly anyways? I don't know. There's that uh, racing circuit they, always, they keep talking about. 
What, the slingshotters? Oh. <laughs> Somehow I doubt you'd uh, be too torn up if I end up out near Saturn. <laughs> I hear that they're going to uh, make a mecha racing league. Nothing but thrusters and corporate sponsor logos. Corporate sponsors. Eh. Yeah, I can see myself doing that. What assuming about you? You're surviving. Well, yeah, assuming. assuming. You survive, you're a court martial from uh, shooting that. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Well, no, that was you. That was you, remember? Alright, that's yeah. true. I did say that was me. Fine. I'm not going to court-martial you for shooting someone on the other side. Fair enough. What about you? If you're not going to fly, what are you going to do? God, I don't know. I don't even know where to go. Can't go to Earth. Even if the war is over, no one's going to accept me there. Jeez, going back to the colony? Having people fawn over me like some sort of hero? I can't do it. No. Don't ride off Earth. Like I said, there's a lot of people there. It's easy to disappear. Maybe. You know, I heard of this, uh, there's this one group thinking about starting a colony ship heading out of solar system. I could see myself doing that. What? Let's see. Hold on. I gotta dodge something real quick. Be right back. Line cuts out for a second. Um, it, on, in making repairs, um, because that repair I just made it so critically close to the reactor seems like it's an important one and uh, when he he makes it the the diverting of the power the prompt on the screen shows up and it says um, this this will result in a um, this alteration will result in the cessation of targeting computer do you agree or do you accept yes or no and he kind of hesitantly goes accepts because he knows he's not gonna be able to use anything at this point, that he's giving up on having being able to fight back. All right. Okay. I like it. All right. Let's see how things get worse. Roll that d6. Right. That's one. Okay. Only one. Okay. Um. Okay. I got a nine. A nine. With no nines. No nines. Back in the deck. Back in the deck goes. And another token in the bowl. All right. All right. And then I got a repair. Mm hmm. Drew a two. Drew a two. Any twos. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a couple of twos. I see two of them, both in that very sparse, precarious section up top. Yeah. Um, gosh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, because it's hearts you're covering. That's a good point. Um, all right, well, let's think about this for a second. I don't think you want to cover up the 10. Right. Because if you draw a 10, you want to try to preserve the repair unit. Um, so it's either the 3 at the bottom or the 7. Uh, dealer's choice, really. They're both so far out. I guess I guess I'm gonna do the seven because otherwise that that other two could be isolated, and this gives me like a other. I don't know. I guess it doesn't really matter. <laughs> We're just gonna go with it. <laughs> yeah, that, that that top section is, is is crapped, but we'll see. Yeah, maybe you can hold out a bit longer. Um. All right. So prompt is a two. We've already answered how your machine got wrecked. Um. Okay. So Peregrine comes back on, breathing a little heavily. Okay, all right, well, um, remind me to stay away from ships with exploding reactors. Ah, uh, gosh, this is just a mess out here. I, I don't think I've ever seen it this bad before. Did you ever get wrecked like this before? There was this one time over at Luna, I made a new crater, but I don't think it was this bad. On my third mission, and I didn't even get hit. It was just 
whoever worked on the mech was a complete, I don't know if they were drunk or they were just not paying attention. It was a complete, total coolant failure. Fortunately, I was planet side uh, down in Australia. I ran it into the ocean and it jumped out, watched it steam for like 30 minutes before it finally cooled off. Oh my god, it's the salvage that much. I, I don't even think it got recovered by our side. I think your guys found it. That was you? Oh my gosh. We didn't even get anything good out of it. The thing was so <laughs> melted, there was no good data recovery to be done. Yeah, well... Just hit know. the rumor mill. Someone found a class four just sitting in the beach. Yeah. The worst part of it for me was that when I got to the beach, the fishermen thought they were going to get payday for, you know, letting, letting the military know they found this mech. So they just beat me with their fishing rods until I told them they could have it. <laughs> like... As if somehow my permission mattered <laughs> That's to them. the funniest thing I've ever heard. That is amazing. That just made my whole life. Oh. Uh, Starling beaten by a bunch of fishing rods. I mean, that's better. I mean, at least it's a funny story. When I crashed on the moon, total loss of the machine. Same as yourself. But that's from all the fire and crush damage. I had to walk to Andromeda Station from the other pole. By the time I got really? there, I was so out of it from... I was I was delirious from freaking carbon dioxide poisoning by the time I got there. Were you on the dark side or the light side? Dark. Spooky oh. as all get out. It was like I was walking in the void. That takes guts, man. I don't know if I would have made it that side. <sighs> Honestly, it was probably mostly luck. By the time... The medics, after they, you know... After I woke up in the infirmary, they said I was ranting about how it was the... Baron of, I don't know. I think I made up a country. <laughs> uh, how's your suit? How's your suit doing? You good on oxygen? I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Not even you. Yeah, life support's holding for now. You'll be happy to know I had to deactivate the targeting computer in my last repair. I will admit my prospects for the future are looking a little brighter, and not in the energy beam sort of way. Yeah, well. The legs still work. I can still give you a stern kick. <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. Not again. Not again. Fool me four times in a row. Shame on me. All right? I'm coming in from the top. Look, I'm just saying, I don't understand why other mech pilots don't use the legs more. There's so many thrusters in them. You're going to break... You know, I'm not going to have this argument with you. You've kicked me four times across the... No. No, I'm I, not doing this. Just, they have enough piston strength to hold you upright in one... In 1 to 3G, you just have to turn off the delimiters and then, you know, aim carefully. But then you turn off the delimiters and you go flying into the side of a car. You know what? I can't argue with you. It clearly hasn't killed you yet. Well, I'm just saying, that's where the aim carefully part comes in. <sighs> Look, when you're using that trick on the racing circuit, I want credit. I'll have to pay. Ugh, maybe I don't go racing for a living. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's see how bad it goes. Roll that there die. Five. Oh, five. Oh. oh, this is not great. Okay, so I got a... Well, there's a king. No kings. Nothing. Jack, nothing. Jack having seven. So I've got two sevens. Yep. I guess I'm pulling this one. Yep. I don't want to pull the one right next to the reactor. <laughs> uh, I've got a 
three, which I'm going to pull this because it's almost isolated anyway. Yeah, four. On the bottom, and then a four. I thought I had a four, or maybe I covered it. I think you, I think you got oh, covered no, it up. There is, no, oh, another right one in the corner. The corner. Ooh, that's not, that's not a great draw. That was, that was kind of painful. That was rough. That was rough. But still alive, so another token goes into the bowl. Dink. Oops. Just flinging cards all over the table. <laughs> All right, there we go. Fifty-two spare part mecha pickup. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then I do a repair. Yep. So I got a nine spade. Nine of spades. First of all, record the nine, Shay, so I can do the prompting. Jeez. Um. So I can cover any spade, right? Any spade. Yeah, it's the suit that matters Jeez. for repairs. The value for things. All right, I'm gonna put. It on this 10 right here because it's the connecting, a pretty important connecting point. Okay. For the other pieces. All right. <clears throat> um, I mm. think he, he lied about the feet still working. <laughs> they are definitely not working. <laughs> um, and this, this, uh, this damage here, I guess I don't, I mean, maybe this, I don't know if this is how the game is supposed to be played. I guess I was kind of thinking like the bottom cards are like the bottom half and the top cards are the top half. Yeah, yeah, um, you know, it, you know what? There was one review that was like, "Oh, we should, you know, tell you what sections of the board are for what, um, what parts of the mech." Maybe, maybe in you know version one point one. Sure. I mean, or, I mean, you could really do it however you wanted, right? But exactly. like, for me, yeah. I, that's how I was kind of doing it, and so like this, <clears throat> I lost a lot of lower cards this time around. So like, I think the joints and the actuators are are completely frozen. Um. I think literally frozen. I think there's something, some sort of liquid lubricant or something that's been spraying out, um, and now it is being frozen in the deep space and has crusted over the, the joints. Oh my, oh my goodness, this is so quickly, too. From a little shot near the reactor. Yeah. Just coming apart at the seams. Uh, who designed this game? Um, all right. <laughs> so, for the prompts. So the prompts for nine, there's two questions. Um, who did you lose along the way and who did you save? I am going to go for a safe option here since we already talked a little bit about loss. Mm -hmm. So I got four, but you know, I always seem to get your squad leader, but you had a lot more pilots with you. Who did you manage to save along the way? Like there was that one time where I could have sworn I was going to get all of you. And then that was the third, that was the third kick, I think. A little blurry head trauma. Oh. Yeah, you know, that one, that wasn't even me, I gotta tell you. Yeah, I mean, I did the kick, but that was just sort of a a farewell parting gift on my point. And that was all Fiona. She was the one that realized that Tarragon could uh, replicate our, our IFF codes if you ping it at a right frequency. That's why it kept looking like we were all around. She was just pointing data ghosts. Oh, Oh, okay. That makes a lot more sense now. I thought that was like double vision at the time. Yeah. Yeah, she was good at it too. I mean, anytime that your sensors weren't working, it was probably Fiona. She's a terrible shot, but a whiz of mucking around with the, the transponders and the, and the radio frequencies. So mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, you thought you had the squad, but actually three out of the five of us were already loaded into the transport when you... Popped in. Yeah. She uh, sent you on a little merry chase to get your fuel reserves a little lower. I gave you a kick in the face, and then off we went. 
Oh, had the best day we ever had. <laughs> I mean, we lost Tarragon Station, so that wasn't great, but at least we got out of there. Live to fight another day. I have to say, it was a heck of a surprise the next time you showed up. I, uh... <laughs> uh, You remember that convoy out to L2? You were a commerce rating at the time, right? I think that was yeah. you guys. There was this, uh... Well, it was never made publicly known, but one of those freighters wasn't supplies. It was people. Trainees, mostly. But a couple civilian refugees moving out. It was a dumb, dumb decision to put them in that convoy. But you lot were blowing through With the no ships. Indi- no first aid indicator? No civilian beacon? Well... <sighs> The thing about all that propaganda with you lot being zealots was I think some spook had the bright idea that if we put one of those on it, that would just be, you know, big old targeting block on the back. Jeez. Yeah, I know. even, even Even for us on the front, it didn't seem very likely. But like I said, beware of boss types with bright ideas. There you are. You're tearing through the convoy. That ore freighter goes up. The oh, I remember when you hit that one. The how the plasma conduits on it. I thought I was just gonna be vaporized right there and there myself. But <laughs> ah, then you went for the personnel freighter. I melted my engine Jeez. for that tackle move. <laughs> it's a good thing you bugged out when you did because I was dead in space. Really? Oh, my thrusters melted. You had some experimental engine. Really? That's amazing. No, I no. Mean, you, um, you went from zero to like seven hundred clicks in almost no time. Yeah. Now that I think about it, it's a miracle I didn't black out. Well, he was sure that. Well, we had been told that there was an experimental engine on one of your your new guys, and so of course it would make sense they'd give it to you, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. You know what? That's really funny because there actually was an experimental engine, but I avoided it. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. When? What? What? Oh, you know, uh, Tychus Outpost. Yeah. Were you anywhere near that when it just sort of went, you know, pop? No. Yeah. They said uh, they told us it was some sort of mining accident. No. 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 The 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 the, the guy they stuck with the experimental engine. He, he he turned it on. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a bad idea, as it turns out. So, no no experimental nonsense for me. I just turned off all the safeties. They never even offered me the experimental nonsense. Trust me, you, you were saved the trouble. I don't know. They always gave the good gear to Mazer Thurmine. And, and he, that, that shield system? Gonna yeah. use that. Ugh, don't even. Look, if you ever see him and me in a bar somewhere, I'm, I'll, I'll hold him while you punch him. I will take you up on that now. Hold on a second. Speaking of turning off safeties, let me flick a, flu- flick a few switches over here without melting the engines this time. Let's roll that D6 and see how bad it gets. Four? Okay, four. Okay. Oh, could, be, could be worse. Oops. Okay. Um. No, that's not good. So okay, the, so I've got a nine. So I gotta pull that nine. Oh, I, oh, actually, that was the safety. It was nine. protected, okay. right? So a repair failed, but nothing. Go, you know, nothing went kablooey. 
Okay. I got another two. Uh, so that's uh, two. There's three up top. I guess we'll just get rid of this one. And then the king and the jack go nowhere. All right. So losing more top um, top level systems. I think the uh, the headlights, the literal headlights, have gone out. Ooh. Okay. Well, they're um, hard to find you now. Yeah. Seems like an inconsequential thing to lose, but I guess in a rescue situation, in a rescue situation, a light would be helpful. Yeah. Okay, so that is another token in the bowl. And that's five. So hopefully, I'm not jinxing this by reminding the audience of the rule. But now, if a Joker shows up during system failure, kaboom! But back to making repairs. That's All right, another got another one. nine. Nine. This nine okay. just loves to follow me around. Uh, okay, I'm gonna put it here to kind of bolster that because that's very tenuously. Precarious. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's what's left of there. your left arm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, there we go. Okay, so back to nine again. So I'm gonna take a different tack on this. Sort of asking who did you lose, but you know I uh, can't say. Um, this is this is bringing back some bad memories. I'll be honest. Are you still alive out there? Still kicking, although the headlights just went out. Oh, great. All right, well, maybe I'll see you by the sparks. There was this, uh, Gunther. He got hit making a run on that capital ship in orbit, and I didn't have enough fuel. I'm full up now, thankfully. Got a refill before the last hurrah, but I had to pull up. Poor bugger fell right into fell right into the atmosphere. Are you going to hit anything? Are you near anything right now? Um, looks like there's a solar panel. Not sure what that was from. Probably the observation satellite. Look, uh, I don't know if sorry's the right word, but... But for doing your job, I killed as many of your friends as you kill of mine. You say friends, so more, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, I don't know where my team is. Uh, for all your complaints about being the only one on the channel, I can't reach anybody else either. <laughs> I, wonder well, if, I wonder if we're it. From this battle sector, looks like... Although... Most of my friends are probably back aboard our capital ship. I was only dumb, dumb sent out here. Yeah. Hopefully when we count the tally, we haven't lost anybody else. Somehow I don't think I'm that lucky. Let's see I think you... the worst moment for me was when I did finally lose Fiona. She I wasn't uh, enough to ask. She got caught. Three of your pursuit interceptors. I mean, she killed them all. That's a pretty beautiful move, actually. She lost both legs and one arm. Remaining arm, one beam saber slash got all three of them. But you you've seen it, right? You know when you see the life support leaking. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. She wasn't gonna make it. I knew it, so I took the shot. Made her reactor go critical. Still not sure if that was the right call, but that's the one I made. Now look, if our positions were flipped and I was the one leaking, I'd hope you take the shot. Let's see how things get worked. All right, here we go. <laughs> Roll a uh, one. Roll a uh, one. That's Roll a six. six. <laughs> Roll a six. Gosh darn it. That was six. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Okay, this is five. Six. I don't what? have any cards left either. One, two, three, four, five. And what do I, I got? Like uh, five, four, seven, ten, thirteen cards left. So this is almost half potentially. Yep. Here we go. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, oh, okay. No Joker. Okay. 
No Joker, uh, but this is not great. So no, that it's still nine, bad. That nine and that nine go, although that was a repair nine, so that's not too bad. Not too bad. We're finally losing a two. Another two up top. Yep. So we're going to pull the one that was probably going to get disconnected anyway. Uh, we've lost a six, which <laughs> disconnects all of those. Also took out a two, a repaired. A, and a five. So, a five, so there goes that oh arm. God. Entirely. That was bad. That was bad. Um, eight. I don't think I see any eights. No, no, there's one. Where's the Bottom eight? right. Oh, there's an eight in the corner. Oh, boy. And then the four. This four is nothing. So I'm down to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight cards <laughs> total. Yeah, you know, some of them are repairs, but I think only one of them's a repair. I think I, think... I just lost two of my repairs. No, you have from the system. Um, both of the cards that are next to the reactor are currently repaired. Oh, okay. I think they're both queens under there. <laughs> Act if I recall correctly. I'll have to check after the fact. But yeah, oh, you're right. I think they are. Um, shoot. Wait. Um, there we go. Yeah. Group shuffle. Okay. All right. It's not great that my deck keeps getting bigger. I don't like that. It used <laughs> to be like thirty something. Now we're at forty four. <laughs> there's, there's. It's sort of uh, a, a give and take. When the deck gets bigger, you're more likely to draw something that might kill your life support. But that means there's more cards to keep you from drawing the Joker. So it's sort okay. of you're sort of balancing out a little. Now, hold All on. Right. I got see. a six. That six a... can't go there because you can't repair on a repair. Oh, you need to find another repaired. club okay. somewhere, and it's either the five or the three on the very bottom. Ugh, both bad. Okay, N well, neither we'll are particularly take... helpful now. Well, I'll just put that there. Yep. And that right foot's still gonna be real, <laughs> real, real useful. Got one good yeah, kick in you. All right. all right, so that was a six on the draw, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, you might not know what you're gonna do after all this, but like, what were you gonna do before? All of this. I mean, you say you bought into the hype before before the recruiters got you. What was what was the plan? What were the hopes and dreams you had? I don't think I had. But... I don't think I had anything, which is why I was willing to go be a hero. And like I said, my dad was a well, both my parents were colony administrators, so that was probably the plan. University internships, little dash of nepotism, and live a comfortable, boring life, which, I don't know, probably should have hoped for that the whole time. I guess what's the problem with being young is the idea of comfortable and boring seems, well, boring's the wrong word for it, isn't it? It's safe. You don't appreciate safety until you've lost it. It's kind of hard for me. Safety was, safety was a solid wall at my back, a warm meal in my belly. I dreamed of going to space. I remember that, but what I really dreamed about was Getting at darn staying out of the system. What, what country did you come from anyway? You know, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not entirely sure. Didn't travel much. Um, what was the name? Brunswick? Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, heck, you've got the better view from up here. You'd probably know better than I do. Well, I know the, the unified Earth has kind of put away the concept of borders behind it, but still. Oh, forget about borders. You don't really care for the greater geopolitical problems when you're just trying to survive every day. You bought the hype. I bought, I don't know. You talk a lot you about how anyone can climb to the ranks of the nobility through service and all that jazz. And I don't know. 
Don't know that I bought into it, but well, so now here I am Sounds in space. Like a... <laughs> it's pretty terrible. Sounds like it was the only ticket you really had. Yeah, I wonder sometimes, though. But that you would have had a better life living down on the surface as a low-level enforcer, drug dealer. When I was younger, before things got real bad, people still looked out for you. And I don't know. Sometimes I wonder if instead of getting on that shuttle and fighting a duel for my place, if I'd focused, if I hadn't, if I hadn't bought into the idea that I had to climb over. I don't know. I guess it doesn't matter, does it? Made my choice, and here I am. For all the good our choices did either of us. Well, you're flying out here risking your life to save your worst enemy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, if you told me this morning that that's what I was going to be spending the day doing, probably would have shot you. But, uh, heck, at this point, who knows me better? Is that the damn truth? Let's see how it gets worse. Okay, roll, uh, one. <laughs> roll, uh, one. Rolled uh, two. Three. Three. Not too bad. Two or three. Oh, yeah, that's a three. The simulated light on the simulated die hides that third dot. Fingers crossed. Okay. Okay, a five, a jack, and a ten. Jack is... So the ten, you actually have a lot of options. I would go for that one on the right. Well, this one's a repair. That one's a repair. Yeah. Uh, but that... Yeah. Oh, except I don't want to... No, I don't want to do that on the repair <laughs> next to the reactor, so let's yeah, let's get rid of the what's left of the left leg. Yep. And I got a five, which actually is fine. All right. All right. I think so you might have covered up a five, actually. So I think that, that last repair you did. Oh, nice. And that's another token in the bowl. All right. So I'm down to <laughs> seven cards with yeah. one. Three of them are repairs, though, so... Maybe, maybe I got three more rounds I gotta get through, and a little bit of thruster power. Yeah, it will only work once, maybe. All right, let's see what we're getting on repair. Another two, (laughs) two of diamonds, which I don't think. Oh, you can put it on the six. Yep, that's how I got one spot. What happens if I don't have a place to put it? Goes right back on the deck. Oh man. Yeah. All right. It's a. It serves the prompt, but other than that. So let's see, two, what other, what tack to take on this? All right, <clears throat> I got a question for you. Did our guys ever send anyone after you outside of your mech? What, like a hit, like a hit squad? Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. I don't remember it. If they did, they were really bad at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, the spooks never really impressed me much on our side either. Yeah, you guys tried to... Murder me in a bar one. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. It was a real comedy of error sort of situation. They they put a grenade in my mug. Wait, like a whole grenade? A whole grenade. It was a big mug. You know, surely. What are you going to do? What were you drinking? Well, you see, I was just drinking beer, and I don't know, like, I imagine I probably would have noticed, except the waiter went to the wrong table with the tray. Wow. So kaboom, <laughs> other table goes up in smoke. Everyone's running for the doors. It was just, oh, it was a mess. And then I had to fight a guy in the kitchen. It feels like that somebody just ran across you and I don't know how to. That does not seem very well planned out. Are you no, sure? No, yeah, it, it does. A, it does start... feel like a rush job, you know. Uh, Are you sure you just didn't like, you know, sleep with somebody's girlfriend or something? And you know what I mean? I mean. 
maybe what's his name, Huracano found out about the whole. Nah, nah, no, no, no he just, just putting I, it out there. No, I, no, I wouldn't be alive if they knew about that. Oh God. Well, yeah, I mean, you guys never try to whack me outside of the mech, but uh, they sure got, uh, they sure got greedy once they saw me on the scopes. I guess that's a problem with the custom paint job. Often regretted that. Yeah, yeah, the, I gotta be honest. I mean, it looks nice, don't get me wrong, but the light blue and the gold trim, so easy to find. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, the funny thing is that after the first couple of skirmishes and I realized that it was making me a moving target, I uh, actually requested to get it off, but then Command said, no go, that it was too good for morale. Oh, no, nah, I mean, I suppose I can't really talk. I mean, I am bright red. That was always yeah, sort of the well, point. It was, it's, it's, it's that dueling thing, nobility nothing, right? You got to fly your flag. That red was harder to spot than you probably think. I mean, yeah, on the ground it was easy, but while you're on the backdrop of all that explosions, actually kind of hard to track. Yeah, no, I never really thought about it that way. You know, there was this one time when I was dirt side, when it was um, fall. That was hilarious. Bright red mech and nothing but red and orange leaves. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, I was on my own and there was a whole convoy of mechs after me. How did I survive any of this? You know what? Not going to think about it. Not going to think about it. Get your sorry butt home so you owe me drinks for the rest of your life and we can beat up Mazer in a bar someday. That's the goal. That's it. Focus up. Did you know they gave Mazer active camo? What? What? I know. <laughs> active camo and a shield system. They give him that, and they paint you bright blue and gold. I don't know. I don't, I, I'm still trying to figure out who it was that Mazer knew to get all the toys. I was about to say, who does this guy know? <laughs> and are they hiring? I, I don't know. He doesn't even come from like an influential family or anything. He's not even that good. It's got to be blackmail, right? Like, he has to know something. Um, it's not about knowing him, someone. He knows something. I mean, he is very handsome, though. I mean, I think that, that plays into it. Yeah, I, it's a thin veneer over a really bad, bad... I guess. The people back home ate it up, though. Gotta love the propaganda machine. Oh, okay. I love this Mazer guy that we've created. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how bad he gets. Let's see how bad Roll uh, one. On. And not that one. That's, That's a, a three. three. <laughs> All right. Drum roll, please. Oh, this is not good. <laughs> this is not good at all. All right, so I had a six, which nukes that six, but that was a repair, so it was okay. It's fine. This seven, seven breaks a repair oh, that a over repair. that queen next to the reactor, so now... One of the actual next to the reactor cards is exposed. Yeah, so I think <laughs> okay, so we haven't made any mention of this of this at all. But um, I think the the thing that was preventing that uh, reactor damage earlier was that um, um, that Din had patched his little like buddy robot, you know, his version of the Haro. Of course. Um, oh no into into like some kind of regulator system and now uh his little robot droid friend has now scrambled and died oh Ew. no oh and, and quietly in the cockpit he's like sleep well my prince <laughs> <laughs> we had a good run oh he's he's fried the memory 
the personality. I mean, you like you could fix them, but like it, it won't be the same robot. No, yeah, I lost the personality. Oh, yeah. Oh dear, that's heartbreaking. His name was Squeegee. Squeegee. He's a blue Squeegee. ball. Oh dear. Uh, and then let's see. That was another token. So in it goes. I only got to get through two more rounds. Got to two more rounds. I was there. I'm coming. Oh, Hang in there, buddy. All right. Uh, another two. two. Oh man. <laughs> we keep hitting this man. one. Oh, I can. Okay, I gotta put. I can. Can I re-repair that? Yes, you can. So we just patched okay. that queen up. All right, so tearfully, Din rips out the components off of of Ouija's head, and then uh, just repatches the same thing he was oh my fixing. <laughs> Basically, lobotomized him oh, and has no. turned him into just a, some kind of uh, reactor regulator. Ouija's poor little adorable robotic head is just floating behind you in the cockpit, staring accusingly with dead eyes. Uh, okay, so. All right, so I'm going to do something here, which the rules advise me that I can do. So we've hit two a couple times. Um, I feel like we've a little bit exhausted the what other bad situations have you survived. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm going to go off the record a little bit because it's like, all right, we've sort of exhausted the prompts. I can ask something else. I'm going to look at the notes. So these parents of yours, they uh, they still around? Yeah, they survive a trial, and I assume they're waiting for their hero son to come back. Oh boy, you talk much? You know, since the whole obviously jumped up... Yeah, I mean, I think Command makes me play hero a lot, but I think I play hero with them more than anybody. I don't want them to know what this has done to me. I bet you never told them any of this stuff we've been talking about, huh? I didn't think I was going to tell anybody this stuff. I'm hoping that maybe you'll die in this and no one else will know. <laughs> uh, well, like I said, if I couldn't kill you, you're not dying here. And if you couldn't kill me, I, I might just be immortal. That's fine if I tell you. No one's going to believe anything you say about me. Huh. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Well, I mean, I wasn't thinking of blackmail plans. But, you know, if I was, that would sort of kink the deal a bit. Yeah. Do you think you'll... I have a sister, you know. Hmm? I have a sister, you know. You have a sister? I didn't know that. Yeah. Younger by six years. What's she been up to through all this? Don't know. I don't talk to her. Let me guess. Doesn't approve of the war effort sort of deal? I hear that's I a thing that happens. I just didn't want her to see me change. I can fake it for my parents, but I don't think I can fake it for her. So you were close before? Yeah, well, you know. Busy parents means that I... I don't know. Had a racer for a while. You know what I mean. I was 12. She was 6. Helping her do all this stuff. Yeah. No, actually, I I get that. I do. I do. There were a couple kids who didn't have anybody else. I don't, haven't talked to any of them since I got on the shuttle. Maybe I'll go back. See if any of them are still alive. Vanish back into so. the crowd. It'd be nice. It'd be nice. I mean, there were all those crash impacts, but they might have been far enough out. I mean, look. Whenever I got low, real low, I just had to remind myself that she was still alive, you know? Yeah. That there's someone worth saving on the other end of it. Well, look, I don't exactly have a whole lot of family relationship advice. The heck with your folks, but reach out to her. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I don't do the whole family thing, but she did love you. How you changed wouldn't matter. At least, that's what I think, for what it's worth. I suppose it can't hurt to give it a shot. 
better than living with regret, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. Besides, if you go flying off out of the system, you gotta say goodbye first. I mean, come on. You don't wanna be that guy. Yeah, it's true. Stop giving me good advice. It's making me harder to think about ripping your helmet off when I get in your suit. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm trying to think about the future because apparently I'm not dead. So, you know, it's just sort of, it's the mood I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if I got a knife in here somewhere. If you stab me with what's left of your little robot buddy, I will laugh as I bleed out. That's all I can promise. You'll be happy to know that Ouija is mostly melted and blob and blobulous. <laughs> blob blobulous? Okay, so not... All right. I assumed he was gone since he wasn't jabbering all the time in my ear like he usually does, but yeah, that's a shame. Is that four? Uh, all right. I roll the four. Here we go. Here we this go. Not, oh, no. This is not what I want. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh. I draw a queen. There was a queen. So I'm very glad I repaired that There's queen a queen, but I can't find the queen. Oh, actually, boy. Actually, I'm safe on this round. You're safe. Nothing goes wrong. Look at that. That feels ominous, though, for some reason. I would say that. <laughs> the subtitle for the music cue on the show as, as Peregrine's mecha like turns a quarter and starts to race along in the hull of a ship and actually starts to see Starling's mech in the distance is ominous music play softly. All right, so All I right. have one more round, right? One more. One more round. All right, let's see what this repair does. Uh, okay, this is useless. All right, <laughs> so it does nothing. There's no unprotected all diamonds, diamonds, so it goes back in the pot. But is all it right. ace? Ace, 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 ace. What we, do you think you'd ask her to go with you? If you if you go through with the plan, leave it all behind. Do you think you'd ask your sister to go with you? Heck no. Heck no. That's definitely... Leaving the system is definitely a suicide mission. I mean, it's a one in a million shot that will actually land somewhere and start a new colony. Come on. Well, you know, I've heard it said that a one in a million shot works every time, but like, Din, I don't know if you've noticed, but you've taken a lot of one in a million shots in your life. Most of them have been at me. I know, because they hit every single gosh darn time. Yeah, well, in the grand equation of the universe, don't you think I'm owed a little bit of, uh, you know, balancing? I've never really told anybody this, but I've always felt like that all my stupid luck was just me drawing a debt, as it were. That all the infinite ridiculous levels of probability that I was drawing on, that the universe was keeping track of it, and eventually it was going to pay out. kind of figured this was it, but then you're on the line, which seems like an impossible thing. How many more impossible moments am I going to get? Figure that eventually I'm come due... So no, I will not be asking her to join me, but I guess I also don't feel like I have a right to tell her what to do. So if she's going to do it, fine. You know, if anyone else in Aegis Squad is still out there, I'm taking them with wherever we end up. Maybe the racing circle, maybe want... we go to Earth, I don't know, but... That's assuming they want to be around your smelly ass anymore. Aye, I have you know that the water rations on our ships are just fine. Uh-huh. Uh... I'm sure they yeah, well, darn dirty colonist anyways. Let's see how it gets worse. Okay, roll a one. <laughs> roll, roll a one. one. Not that one. That's, That's a five. five. <laughs> one, two, oh, gosh, oh, gosh. Three, four, 
five. So I haven't flipped. I haven't flipped the five yet. I should say for the listeners that I only have seven cards. Yep. Left. Hold on. Let me just make sure everything's five. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. Actually, I don't think any of this matters. No, I don't think any of it triggers anything. Yeah, because there's a three, and there's no threes, there's no kings, there's no sixes, there's no aces, there's no nines. Nines. Don't put it back into the deck yet. I want to see something after we're done here. Okay. All right. So, if I'm counting everything correctly, that's our tenth token. It goes in, and instead of going back to making repairs, we go to Rescued from the Wreckage. You lived! You bugger! All right. (laughs) (laughs) Who'd have thunk it? Okay, so, um, so here's what we do. We do a little epilogue, um, and the first bit of it, I think, is that we do see the see Peregrine's Mecha reach Starling, and the hatches open up, um, and I think that last little bit, um, where we were poking fun at each other about our hygiene habits are said as, you get hauled in my cockpit, so... A little bit of time passes, um, and we can sort of take this wherever we want. Um, what what does Din Vellsworth's epilogue scene look like? Hmm. So I think there's a lot of um, montage of media coverage of the end of the war. Mm-hmm. Um, that there's you know ambassador so and so and king blah de blah <laughs> and warring factions sign the final. Uh, documents in a, this historic ending the nine-year war you know there's cheering there's happiness there's long ridiculous speeches um military parades you know there's some stage shots of gleaming pristine mechs on both sides you know like posing with each other yep standing at attention sort of a deal yeah saluting yeah. um you know, ceremoniously like laying down their gauze cannons and beam rifles and like, you know, placing them on the ground in a pile, you know. Um, and uh, as these ridiculous scenes are being played out, the quality of the video changes. Um, so that you can see it's being watched on a cracked screen um, in some dingy bar somewhere uh, placed on top of you know, uh, three or four thick textbooks on um, mech repair. And uh, zooming back out, you can see uh, Kale and Din are sitting at the bar next to each other. Neither are wearing their uniforms anymore. Mm-hmm. So um, you can hardly even tell that's who they are. Um, they kind of begrudgingly clink glasses, finish whatever they're drinking. Um, and they both kind of turn around and look at, at all the other people already. Like, you know, someone calls from the back, like, change the, change the channel. You know, already bored <laughs> with the end of war coverage. Uh, clicks on to some sort of sporting event, probably soccer. Um, and, and people have just kind of forgotten that the war even mattered three days ago. Well, that's that, I guess. Yeah, well... I guess I'll buy your drink. It's the least I can do. <laughs> uh, appreciate that. Uh, my discharge papers came through so fast, my head is spinning, and now I have no money. 
Really? Yeah. After yeah, they kicked me to the curb real fast. I, I, I think they didn't buy the story about the space station. Hey, I, I signed the documents. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I think that's why I still have a pulse. And I think someone might have figured it out. But, yeah. Hey, I'm a free man. No mech for me. Mm. Gotta find one. I have to steal no. Well, I'm still technically a lieutenant commander until they finally decided to cut me loose. Apparently, I have some publicity tours I need to do. Oh, yeah. You know, if you want to, um, big air quotes, die in a back alley brawl that burns down the floor, I don't have the mech. I can't do that. Darn it! Nah, nah, it's fine. You know what? I've put up with worse, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I suppose so. Suppose you have. Well, thanks for the Here. drink. He reaches into his pocket, grabs a handful of bills, shoves it at him. Just take the money. Well, doesn't look up. You don't got to come He just sort of throws a few on the on the bar to cover the shoves the rest in the pocket. Doesn't even bother to put it in a wall. The two of them stand up, turn around, and look like they're going to, you know, head out the door and go on their separate ways. Uh, when the door swings open. And uh, a very handsome man goes, Who wants to buy a drink for me, sir? The two of them look at each other and crack their knuckles. <laughs> Kale pulls out a set of aviators, puts them on, says, Well, I'm really going to have to get a fast mech to avoid the consequences for this one. And wades in. Cut to some overly poppy, like, <laughs> 80s, 90s music. Do, 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 do. All these stuffing inappropriate space and blues and pinks. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you lived! Congratulations! I did! I made it! Oh. Look at that! Oh my gosh, that's a very good game. Thank you, thank you. That uh, that worked pretty well. I just want to see if the Joker was anywhere near the feet. No, so you were pretty safe. You were pretty safe there. That worked out yeah. in the end. I'm wondering because, you know, every time I, I stack them back in, mm -hmm. I hit shuffle. Yes. I wonder if that drastically changed gameplay versus like, you know, if you're using a physical card, I, I assume you probably don't reshuffle the whole deck thoroughly. Uh, uh, you do. Oh, you do. You do. Rose is written. You shuffle the deck uh, every oh, time. Okay. Every time you put cards back in, so that was oh, played, okay. that was well, played that... properly. To spec. Um, I mean, not counting those cards I just pulled out. You had. I mean, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I think I counted that correctly. So you had 40, 43, 44 cards in the So mm -hmm. that's the that's the thing about the mech falling apart. You were pretty close to life support failing, but there were 40 plus cards in between you and the Joker. If you'd rolled a couple more sixes, you might have been in trouble. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I like the, uh, what I really enjoy about it is that the, the technical aspect of the game is still very technical. Um, I've always been interested in these sort of tell tell you a story kind of games. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but, but oftentimes they don't really feel like games. They feel more like just writing prompts with a slight amount of, of like randomization to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, this there, this has a game components still there's decisions to make there's strategy involved in where you're placing your repairs um 
you know, there's still that that mechanical component, which I think is just, is just really well done and really well designed. Um, I like a physical manifestation of the, of the mech. Um, you know, we, we talked about it earlier that I, I was kind of thinking of it as like head and legs. But even, you know, alternatively, after I said that, I was like, oh, I could have thought of these as different, like, uh, you know, like hearts were electrical and, you know, clubs were mechanical. Yeah, yeah, that's that's common among storytelling games that use cards is that they do something with the suits. Um, I did when I was writing the game, like, there were some ideas, most of the time when you're writing a game, surprise, surprise, some stuff gets left on the cutting room floor. And there yeah. was some stuff about, like, oh, what can I do with, uh, the, you know, the placement of the cards and the suit of the cards to inform the mech and there was like a whole like scoring thing for if you managed to like really preserve the mech versus what happened if you only had like a card left but i right. could never figure out what i wanted to do with it so that, that, that sort of stuff ended up getting axed yeah. but i i like that i like it how it is because i think like if you want to add that stuff you could you can yeah right but yeah but i have definitely played games where it's too prescribed, and then I I get bored, because yeah. then I'm like I spend too much time cross referencing, um, and then I'm like, well, no, this is like this is for me like the right balance of freedom and structure, um, for my personal taste. I I think I really I really liked it. I feel like the prompts are very well done. Um, you know, you could definitely go super sad mecha times if you really really wanted to. You could, um, yes. Yes, um, it, it can be, it, I mean, that's why I did include a bit about safety duels at the start. Like, yeah, I mean, there's nothing explicit in the prompts, but the basic conceit, especially if you're playing alone, you're playing a single player, you're floating in a metal coffin in the void and you don't even know if help is coming. That's a frightening, that, that's a very tense, frightening scenario to be in. So yeah, I definitely wanted to put a little note about, hey, Here's how to play the game safely so it still stays a fun time. And even if you stay safe, it can still get very, very sad. Especially if you blow up. The closer you get to rescue, yeah. the more the blowing up would hurt. Yes, that is true. Um, yeah, I don't know. I really I really enjoyed this. So, um, you know, again, if you are interested in this game, it is available at Drive RPG or on itch.io. Um, it's very reasonably priced. And you'd be supporting, you know, uh, a fellow, a fellow creator, a fellow Sil Zero listener. So, you know, come on, just just go get it. You know, you're going to get it anyway. <laughs> you, you know, this is at least you can play by yourself. It's, you've, you've Think about how many games you have bought, dear listener, that you've never played. This one you would actually at least get to play. So, like, come on, let's let's get in gear here. Um, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to... Um, you know, uh, any uh, additional updates you do? Yeah, uh, I, I um, am toying with there being a, a an upgrade at some point because you know, once the game got out into the world, people there have been a couple actual play reports posted. So I'm sort of just taking notes. Um, so maybe, maybe there's some you know, there's optional rules at the back, including the stable reactor one because you know I did in during playtesting have the joker show up on the first turn oh jeez and a solo <laughs> game that's not too bad it's like okay I'm just gonna shuffle the, shuffle that back into the deck that guy blew sure, up I'm yeah. gonna play someone else um but you know especially if you're playing with two people go, okay we're gonna play a game it's gonna take about an hour 
Okay, roll the die. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there were Thanks a couple. Thanks for coming. There, uh... <laughs> um, yeah. There, there were a couple optional rules like that. Like, oh, like if you have a prop, because it is in a way, it's a gamified right in front, right? Um, there are two, especially on the solo side of things. There's two very broad schools of thought. One of them is functionally playing any other role-playing game you're just doing on recording what's happening. Um, and then there's journaling games, which are basically gamified writing prompts. How gamified is on a bit of a spectrum. I think I managed to make this one pretty gamified. This is it. Um, or like, but yeah, that can be the problem for people because there's no, there's no outline or anything like that, right? Um, and of course, you know, you can always walk away because it's a solo game back to it later but yeah here's a way to to roll out the mechanics so you have everything for your for your writing or here's a way to play with two players where you're both in a mech um that's damaged right mm. and it's just you happen to be stranded together you're both waiting for safe waiting for, um so there could be some additions to that section of the book at, at, at some point but right now I'm, I'm pretty pleased with how it came out um uh Leslie actually did the proofreading for it um, and uh, did some writing for it. There's an example of play in the book um, that Leslie wrote. Leslie played through the game and wrote it out. Um, awesome. Uh, yeah, the, Leslie helped us with transit to Spaceship RPG as well. So it's like, I need a proofreader because I can't even look at this thing anymore. It's just a block. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie, please help. Oh, Leslie's great. Which I mean, everyone If you're a listener of the show, you already know that. But there's more reasons. Um, so oh, yeah, yeah, here it is. Unlucky Clover. Yep. Yes. Not nearly as lucky as Starling was, as it turns out. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you know, yeah. Go ahead and get this guy game, guys. And it, the the PDF too is also very pretty, um, and well done. And yeah, it's just there's no excuse not to get this. Um, so, uh, any, anything else you want to plug while we're here? Oh, gosh. Um, well, uh, you know, if you heard me from the Transit episodes, you know some of this already. But I write about games as part of Cannibal Halfling, CannibalHalflingGaming.com. Um, again, if you missed that episode, uh, I also was one of the co-creators of Transit, the Spaceship RPG. So go back into the Soul Zero archives and listen to those three episodes. That was a lot of fun. Um, I don't know. Just watch for me out there. I'm on Twitter at RGM79Ace. That's RGM79Ace. And I don't know. I, I have a couple other little things in the... Uh... Stop rolling dice on the glass table. You're going to break it. Oops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. I'm throwing five D12, D20s at the thing. And there's no crap. shattering sound. I know. Um... But yeah, that's it. You'll see me out there. I'll probably come up with something else. I'm going to try the next time I, I write something. Uh, I, I swore this after I wrote Lost Among the Starlight Wreckage, and I've already written uh, another little game. I swore I was going to write something that's not science fiction. I have failed at that so far. I'm going to, I swear, this time I'm going to do something different. <laughs> try to broaden my horizons. Um, and I will make a promise the next time I happen to be on the show, I will run something that I did not make. I will, I will pay it forward. I'll help someone else. Okay. Uh, well, we will we will look forward to that. Yeah. Um, until then, um, you know, uh, sillzero.com for updates and stuff. 
I'm still on Twitter for a little while at least at ingdaydreams, patreon.com slash soulzero for extra bonus content. And uh, again, thanks Seamus for running this for us. Uh, well, for me, uh, Matt is off slacking somewhere. So uh, yeah, so until next time, everybody, don't crash your mech in space. Oh, Seamus is smashing the table. Just push the flip button. <laughs> Flip the table. Push it. Push Look, it. the giant push robot it. didn't get to explode. I have to make a mess here somewhere. No, no, do you do you not have a flip button? Oh, I have. Uh, oh, the whole table. Goes. <laughs> Why did it fall that far? Were we floating in a void? It goes into the abyss. Oh, of, oh, of it just fell. Oh, wow. Okay, I broke reality instead of a mech this time. That's different. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. End of episode. <laughs>